The Black Arts Movement was an African-American-led arts movement active during the 1960s and the 1970s. Through activism and art, the Black Arts Movement created a new cultural institution and conveyed a message of Black pride. Some of the major figures of the Black Arts Movement include Maya Angelou, Nikki Giovanni, and Dudley Randall. I believe that we have now entered into a new Black art movement, and it is our responsibility to highlight all the artists of today. Welcome to the Black Equity Podcast. listeners to another great episode of the Black Equity Podcast. I'm excited about this conversation. Today is the first time we've actually had an artist on this show. We've had entrepreneurs, investors, all walks of life. Uh, But today is a special day because we have Kaylin Devon on the line, and she is an artist out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Kaylin, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Welcome to Black Equity Podcast. Hi. I'm excited to have you on the show. Uh, for those who are, aren't familiar, uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about the artwork that you create. Okay. So, well, as you said, my name is Kaylin Devon. Um, I'm from Wilmington, North Carolina. A lot of people don't know where that is, but it's the beach. Um, but I live in Charlotte now. I went to UNC Charlotte, so I just kind of stayed after I graduated. Uh, I paint, so I do large oil paintings of different celebrities, uh, different movies and TV shows. Uh, kind of more towards so black culture and things like that that might remind me of my childhood. I kind of paint uh, not really more abstract things too, but I definitely paint large scale. And yeah, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Okay, so for those who may be interested in artwork, wh- when did you have that first that first inspiration of even going down this path? Uh, what was that first thing in your life that said, hey, I'm going to try this out and see if I'm any good at it? Well, I've always been into art. Um, both of my parents are artists in some form. My mom draws uh, and my dad does digital and graphic design. So I've always really been interested in art, even when I was younger in grade school. 
I was one of those people that wanted to always be the illustrator or the person to draw or narrate <laughs> when we had group projects. So really since elementary school, I've been interested in any kind of art or any hands-on creative activity. Okay. So you, you knew early on that you were interested in it. When did it become like, hey, this is who I am. This is part of my identity. When did that moment hit? Oh, gosh, that's a that's a loaded question. Um, Sorry, I, I tend to do that a lot here. No, it's okay. Well, I did go to school, like I said, for art, so I concentrated in painting. Um, when I decided to go to college, I was like, I can't imagine going to school for four years doing anything that I don't have a passion in. And, I mean, in high school, I took a few art classes. And like I said, it's always been something that's been pretty fun to me. Uh, my parents never pushed me in a direction of go to school to do something that makes you money. It's more so like you got to go somewhere. So <laughs> I I kind of went to college for art and took it really serious towards the end of my, I guess, college career. And I will say after I graduated, I kind of became more passionate. You know, life kind of lifes you sometimes and pushes you mm-hmm. in directions that makes you more creative or makes you think a little deeper into yourself and I think that's when it really started awesome so you mentioned that you uh, a lot of your artwork is of celebrities uh for those who haven't seen your artwork yet or are now looking it up and trying to learn more about you when you say celebrities is it a, a particular sector of, of celebrity that you are focusing on No, there's a wide range. I mean, there are a lot of influences from like the 90s and the early 2000s that I kind of focus on just because I was born in 93. So, you know, I kind of grew up on the later end of the 90s and early 2000s. And so different artists, different songs that I heard growing up, um, different movies and shows that I watched growing up definitely play an influence. But I have, you know, painted some people that are more current that I'm interested in or that I like. Um, and it kind of all just mixes together. Well, you know, our show is really focused on preserving uh, and documenting the wealth of, of Black culture. And a lot of your work is actually speaking to the exact things that we talk about on the podcast without actually, you know, using words. Uh, for example, you know, you have uh, artwork with uh, Spike Lee and, and Denzel Washington, I can uh, only hope that that comes from inspiration of a movie like Malcolm X. Uh, Was that the inspiration behind that artwork or was it something else? Uh, Well, really, it's just people that stand out. I mean, Denzel as an actor is one of he's one of my favorites. And so he really stood out to me. And so when I saw a picture of him and Spike Lee together, I was like, oh, wow, I really love, you know, she's got to have it. And it was just like how do I make art with both of these people without, you know, burning myself out trying to do two large paintings of two people I really like. So it just kind of made sense to use the image that I found with both of them in it. Also, what is your favorite Spike Lee movie? Oh gosh. Don't put me on the spot. Like I got that. you. We, we here for the culture. I know. I don't know. I really hate to say that I what? have favorites in anything because What's the first movie th- that came to your mind when I said Spike Lee? Well, you know, I really resonate with Nola. So I I really resonate with, you know, she's got to have it. I just, I don't know. I don't have So you it. enjoy the Netflix version of the show? Uh, I don't uh, enjoy the Netflix version of the show. I personally like the original, but okay. that, I like the original of all movies. I, I don't necessarily like watching like remakes or spinoffs of 
any of that stuff because it's just not the same to me. But I mean, it has its it has its points, its moments. It's it's okay, but I mean the original. Okay, okay. And so Denzel, when I say Denzel, what role stands out to you when it comes to Denzel? I really like Training Day. <laughs> okay. Um, Fair. I just I think that he he's not underrated, but I just feel like he really needs people to appreciate him more and not just you know when he passes you know like they do most artists and most actors and things like that like he is really top top notch to me I just think if I was an actor I would aspire to be like him I agree I mean he's he's definitely one of the best uh I think it's dope that he also uh helped invest to put uh Chadwick uh, Bozeman I believe his name is um he helped with his education uh and end up you know, he ended up being the star of Black Panther, uh, which is definitely a, a dope story. Uh, so one of my other favorite pieces you have is, is my favorite uh, artist of all time is Tupac Shakur. You have a, a piece with Tupac. You have a piece with Janet Jackson uh, coming from Poetic Justice. Uh, tell us a little bit of background uh, or backstory around that piece and then also your, your take on the movie. Um, well, I didn't paint it because of the movie. I okay. it because, like I said, I like Tupac and I like Janet. And I think something with my art, like, is never particular or specific to maybe, say, if I paint an artist from a music video or an artist from a certain movie scene. It's It's not really ever about that specific movie scene. It's about them in general and just trying to capture the essence of them. And when I find a picture with multiple, you know, artists that I like, it's just really just about them and it's kind of cool that I'm able to put it together like in the picture so what is it about Janet Jackson let's start with her what is it about her influence on the culture that you appreciate um I I really don't know I really just like her vibe I like her music um I just like the way she I don't know when I look at videos of her um from when she was younger I just like the way she is as an entertainer she's charismatic like she's just one of my role models it's not any any specific way I just like how she is I like her persona okay and what about Tupac what stands out to you with with Pop I mean I don't know anyone personally that doesn't like Tupac (laughs) I mean you'd be surprised well okay but you said personally but I'm saying personally Right. My life and influences around me and how I grew up and the music that was listened to around me, everyone loved Tupac. And my uncle specifically, who passed away when I was younger, he loved Tupac. I just remember him having posters of him all over his room. And it, like I said, it's just something about him that I connect with. There's nothing in particular. It just reminds me of different parts of my childhood, hearing his music and seeing him act. It's just part of who I am. Dope. So when you're putting this artwork together, how long are you are you investing or how much time are you investing on a particular piece? I know it can vary, but uh, on a on a typical scale, on a typical average, how much time and energy are you putting into these pieces? Uh, I honestly wouldn't say there's a typical scale because it's I don't think it's about the work it takes to do it because it's I won't say it's easy, but. I know that I could pretty much draw or paint anything if I really wanted to. It's more of I have to be in the mood and the mood that I'm in fluctuates. So if I'm having a good week and I'm like not stressed about work or life or anything, I could honestly paint something overnight 
Um, but if I just have a lot going on and I'm like kind of stretched thin and I have different art events I have to do, it could take a few weeks. It really just varies, not on the actual piece, but on how I'm feeling. So what's the best move for Kaylin to have uh, the best feeling uh, to do a, a piece of art? What What is that mood that you're you're searching for or wanting to tap into? Um, it's not really a mood that I can find. It's not something that I can make myself feel. It's either I wake up one day and I'm like, okay, I feel like painting or I wake up and I don't. So it's like I can paint for days straight and then I cannot paint for a week straight. It, it's just a feeling that comes and goes. Uh, sometimes I get bored with painting because, I mean, I've been doing this for a long time. It's not that I get bored, but it's like when you know you can do something, it's like, okay, I'll do it tomorrow or I'll finish it next week or it's just because I know I can finish it quickly. I put it off often. Uh, mm -hmm. So it really just comes and goes. If I wake up and I'm feeling it, I can finish something in a day. If I wake up and I would rather, you know, watch TV and eat popcorn and do whatever, it just, it varies. So if I wanted a, a custom piece, it may be a while. If you're just in one of those situations where you're just not feeling it, I may not get it for a few weeks. I may not get it for a few months. Uh, well, no, when it comes to customs, I try not to be like that because people are paying me and I would hate for someone to pay the price that I charge and be waiting more than like a month. So a month is really the max that it would take me to finish a custom piece, depending on the size. If it's small, I say like two to three weeks. But when I'm painting something for someone else, I put myself on a schedule. So I like I'll paint consistently three days a week for like four hours and I'll be done. Um, but when okay. I'm doing something for myself or something just because or like Good Burger or whatever else I've painted, it's really just on my own time. And that honestly could take months. OK, OK, definitely. Uh, you know, one of my other favorite uh, pieces is a Snoop Dogg piece. I really enjoy uh, that piece as well. Uh, and I think I remember uh, I think you were doing a live back in the day when you were actually doing that piece. Uh, I found it to be very amazing to kind of see you work and, and put that together. And I, I want to make sure that we at least say this. I'm not sure if people tell you this. I appreciate what you're doing for the culture. You may not be doing it for a particular um, reason. You may just be doing it out of the, the love that comes from you. But I really appreciate that somebody's appreciating uh, the things that we've been experiencing for you know all of our lives. I also grew up uh, I was born in mid eighties, but I grew up in the nineties. And so a lot of your work uh, speaks directly to me, even, you know, a piece like Beetlejuice speaks directly to me. And so I just want to say, uh, we appreciate uh, the work that you're doing. Oh yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you're very welcome. Uh, so uh, I also want to just kind of get into the business side of art world. Uh how has that been, being able to uh, showcase your art uh, in different galleries and different places? I know this past weekend I was at the Harvey B. Gantt Center. They had uh, the Open Community Exhibit. Uh, I know you've been there as well, um, painting and having your artwork. What is the business side of the art world for those who may be interested in entering into it? Uh, I will say that I separate myself a lot from the business side. Okay. Uh, for the most part, my mom and my friends definitely help me out a lot when it comes to running the business side because I'm one of those people that's just like, I need this, this, and this done, and I want it done this way, 
can you help me do it? Because I will not if I have to do it on my own. Um, I'm very not business oriented. uh, So it is very hard sometimes running your own business. Um, But I do have to force myself, especially with branding. Uh, But that's why I think it's very important to surround yourself with friends and a group and a community of creators and artists and uh, if it wasn't for my friends who were photographers and it wasn't for my friends who were into graphic design, uh, a lot of my stuff and a lot of my branding wouldn't be as far as it is. Uh, so I would just say, you know, definitely ask for help. Rely on your friends. Rely on people that are willing and wanting to help you because what you'll find is, you know, a lot of people, it's not like you can get anything from them or they can get anything from you, but in the art world and field, it's definitely about who you know. It's not really much about, you know, specific talent or skill. It's about who you know. And definitely making those um, connections with people not only helps your brand and your business, um, but it can definitely take you farther uh, knowing people who can help you with things that you may not be good at yourself. I love it. So building a strong team is important. I got you. Um, But also what I'm hearing here, and you correct me if I'm wrong, you would you would have to be a really you would have to be kind of walking in your destiny for those people around you to even see okay well you know she's taking this serious she uh, you know Kaylin's really putting in the necessary work you know I want to offer my services or I want to help in some capacity you had to walk in those steps before people actually would actually you know dedicate time and and energy towards you am I wrong. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's definitely true. A lot of, like I said, a lot of my community and the people who support me have seen me from the beginning. Uh, They were there for me, you know, when I was in college and I wasn't really taking it serious. And I was just, you know, drawing and painting what I had to to graduate and, you know, get the grades that I needed in order to graduate. And I wasn't taking it serious. And so I think they've seen over time how I've changed and how my mind has changed and how my art has changed. And, you know, they definitely see the crowd that comes with it. And not to say that people want to be a part of it, but, you know, you do see people growing, you do see them walking in their purpose. And of course, like, why wouldn't you want to be a part of that, especially if they want to include you on their journey? Where has art taken you so far? Have you been able to travel because of your art? Have you been able to speak with people from different countries because of your art? What has been one of the most significant things or uh, even random things that you've seen that your art has brought into your to your universe? Uh, Well, I was in a a show in New York, which was crazy to me because I'm like, I'm all the way in North Carolina. Nobody cares about (laughs) a little artist from North Carolina. And to be able to go somewhere, you know, else, another another state and people came to me, you know, it's it's been one of those things that's just a wow moment to me when any any opportunity that I have or any show that I've been in, it hasn't been me seeking it. It has it's been them coming to me. And I think that's awesome. And that's great. And it's just a shock to me. And it really just shows me myself and my art from a different view because I see myself completely different. I see my art completely different from how everyone else does. So it's still kind of like one of those moments, like I don't even really realize internally where I'm at because, you know, I still remember not being noticed. I still remember, you know, my art just being kind of tucked away. And I think like this past year, I was able to sell art to all 50 U.S. states and Canada. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. So it's just crazy to like be able to like put a thumbtack in each state and be like, wow, my art is everywhere. Um, And I remember when, you know, my mom was my only fan. So, you know, it's just kind of cool (laughs) to see it come to like come full circle. You know, 
I, I make bold statements on this podcast a lot, so just bear with me here. I believe that you are one of the top painters, top artists that uh, has cultural specific artwork in the country. Now, where is this coming from, right? You know, who who am I to say this? I go to a lot of art galleries, right? I pay attention, and a lot of a lot of people, uh, you know, great art. You know, I know it's all subjective, but what I love about your artwork is it's it's speaking to uh a memory almost you know it's speaking to that thing inside of me where i'm like i i i it has like a film something familiar about it and so if you can't see that yet i hope you can see that you are one of the top artists and you're right here in the same city uh, as where we host this podcast you're one of the top artists at least in the united states if not you know further and I want you to see that about yourself because the more you see it, it's going to it's going to attract more. You think you've you know attracted you know a lot now. I feel like there's going to be some even bigger opportunities and really great uh, moments that are coming up uh, if you you know uh, embrace that. Because I really do believe you're one of the best. Thank you. <laughs> That's a, a a large statement. That's some big shoes to fill. But you know, I'm definitely this is... getting there. Definitely getting there. I think I can definitely see myself getting better as an artist. Not even just technically in how I paint, but also you know, in the thought behind it and how I explain it and how you know I'm able to talk about my art with other people because there was a time when I couldn't explain it. You know, when you go to art school, they teach you to be a certain way. They teach you how to talk a certain way about your art and to explain a certain way and to kind of think just singularly. And I think a lot of a lot of what I make now was not accepted when I was in school. And I kind of gave up on painting things I wanted while I was in school because, you know, I did not go to a HBCU. So you can only imagine that the content that I make now, a lot of people didn't really know about they didn't know who it was, so it's not something I dove into. So I definitely think now, you know, that's opening up. And as I see myself as an artist and where I'm growing and going, I think it's more acceptable for me to, like, be more open and just do whatever I want. So that's awesome to hear that. So do you think while you're in art school, I, I did go to HBCU, so I'm, I'm curious mm-hmm. here. Uh, do you think that while you're in art school that they were trying to conform you to maybe their standards of what art is 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 that is that uh is that an accurate statement absolutely absolutely i put i don't put unc charlotte's art program down at all i had some amazing teachers i i the only reason i'm a painter now is because i took one painting class and my teacher looked at me she's like you're a painter and i was like what i'm here for illustration what do you mean she's like no (laughs) you're a painter and I was like, okay, cool. And then that was my concentration. And obviously I'm here now. So clearly she was right. And, you know, I have to give her credit for that. But I think uh, going to a PWI and going to an art school within that, um, they definitely give you two options. You either graduate and you go get your master's and you teach college art, or you go the fine art route and you, uh, you're just in museums and galleries and you know, residencies back to back to back to back for the rest of your life. And you just, you have to be in a gallery. You have to be in a fine art gallery. You you can't do these like sideshows. You can't, you know, live paint. That's not accepted. That's not, it's kind of frowned upon, you know, 
when you tell them, I just want to do kind of like street art, you know, I just want to paint and I just want to sell it. I just want to do commissions. They're like, what? So um, it's, it's something that I kind of had to learn on my own when I graduated. I definitely learned a lot of good technical things about proportions, you know, paint application, style, you know, of course I learned that from being in school, uh, but they def- definitely didn't, you know, support, I would say, me finding myself through art and finding what content or subject matter, you know, made me a better artist and a better person. Do you embrace that, Kaylin? Do you embrace, hey, I'm a street artist? Is that an accurate uh, portrayal of how you see yourself? A street artist, but I definitely, okay. I definitely think I took the unconventional route, um, especially okay. when I talked to my friends that I graduated with from art school. It's like, I, I will say, if I had told my professors that this is what I wanted to do and this is the way I wanted to do it after I graduated, they would have been like, no, like you're going to be broke. You're going to, you know, that's why are you here? You're kind of wasting your time. They probably would have told me I was wasting my time because, like I said, you you either were supposed to be an art professor at a university or you're supposed to be in some fine art gallery. It's not they don't teach you about what's in between that. And I don't think that's fair especially to people in our generation, because it's more kind of go with the flow. It's kind of more be in the moment, you know? And I don't feel like that narrative that they kind of try to preach to people in art school applies for everybody. But I think what they may be missing is the rise of social media. Mm-hmm. What, what social media allows is for everybody to be themselves and not have to be boxed in. Mm-hmm. And then you can also leverage that at any given time uh, to bring in revenues. Mm-hmm. And so uh, maybe some of these schools aren't I don't know. I didn't go to an art school, but maybe some of these schools just aren't calculating how strong and how powerful social media is uh, where you don't have to play in somebody else's world. You get to create your own world. I mean, that's definitely true. I did graduate in 2015 and, you know, social media was, you know, hot then. It was, you know, it was on the rise, but I definitely think that if I was, you know, in art school now, it'd kind of be different. It would, they would understand that more. Um, But I just think it wasn't something at the time, like 2011, 2012, you know, that they were like, okay, you can blow up on social media because artists really weren't blowing up on social media that time. So um, I think times definitely change. You know, I tell people who are in art school now all the time, like capitalize, capitalize, like let people see you, like don't hide your art, like any sketch, any drawing, anything you're doing, show people because you may think that there's nothing to it, but somebody, somebody is really going to like that little sketch that you drew. And it's just one of those things that I didn't have anyone telling me that. So it's just, it's just a different time. How many fellow artists reach out to you and and try to get advice or try to network? Is that big within the art, art community? Oh yeah. uh, Like I I said, it's about who you know. And you know, when you have a certain amount of followers, people think that your life is, way far-fetched from how it really is so I will say people think that maybe I can put them on to something or they think you know they think a lot of things that aren't accurate but um, I do have a lot of people reach out and I do have a lot of people try to collab Um, but it's still one of those things I'm still learning and I'm still trying to do it for myself and I still don't have it all together so a lot of the time like I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, yeah, I'll work for with you. Like, I, I want to do this. I want to do that. Because, I mean, in the beginning, I said yes to everything I was invited to do, asked to do. And I really burned myself out trying to be in the mix and trying to be in the scene and trying to work with everyone and really make those connections. And it was like when I finally pulled off, you know, people still come to me, but they understand that I'm 
I'm working in my own lane, you know? Right, right. Um, and it's just not something that I feel like I'm in a place to invite anyone into because I'm mm. still working on myself. And there are things business-wise about myself that I know are not good for other people. Um, like I said, I'm on my own time. I will go weeks, you know, not painting. And that's not, that's not good when you're doing a collaboration. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're on someone else's time and you can't fully freely move like that. So, you know, people do reach out, people ask, um, but I just have to remind them, you know, it may look different because you may look at followers and be like, wow, she has a lot of followers, but followers does not equal money. And I still have to work and I still have a full-time job. So, um, it's definitely there's there's pros and cons to people wanting to work with you and um I definitely don't want to seem like a jerk ever or like I'm blowing people off so I just kind of try to stay you know in the shadows like I'll I'll pop out and y'all come to an event or two but I'm definitely not trying to be in the forefront all the time understood uh on your come up as you're you know building your brand you're building your legacy well, who are some of the artists that were inspirations uh, for you? Maybe people we know or some we don't know. Uh, who stands out in your memory as being an influence for you? Uh, mm. See, that's really hard for me because even in even in college, they would say, oh, pick pick two artists to do a report on. And I was like, I don't want to. Like, I don't... <laughs> I don't, you, I don't you really wanted your own independence, your own yeah, identity. I, I feel like when you, you look at other artists too much and you pick out things about their art that you like too much, you kind of rely on their style and your style doesn't really mm-hmm. become your own. Um, but uh, let me see. I know I'm going to butcher his name and I can never pronounce it right. Um, uh, it's Kian. Oh, I can't say it. His last name is Wiley. Okay. I love his art. It's just very it's not realistic, but it's 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 pretty realistic. Like you can you can clearly see the proportions, you can clearly see like the designs and the patterns and everything is always so intricate. Um I do like there's a I think she's British. Um I don't know if she's British, but she's definitely not American. Jenny Seville. I love mm-hmm. her art. She does a lot of um just figures pressed up on like glass or um very like very out of proportion body shapes and figures um and I just really like the way you know she does like skin when I think that's why I like painting people because people's skin tones and complexions have so many different colors that I just think red like normal the normal eye doesn't see and like when I look at people I look at the colors that make up their face not necessarily like their face so it's so weird sometimes when I'm looking at people, they're like, what? And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just like <laughs> in my mind painting your face, like the different sections and blocking out colors. And it's really weird, but I don't know. That's just what I Understood. Yeah. I think uh, one of my favorites is uh, Kara Walker. Mm-hmm. She stands out to yeah. me. And when it comes to someone was asking me the other day, I, I uh, did an appearance on another podcast. And they were saying, well, who's, who's your favorite artist? But uh, they weren't talking about the way I answered. They were saying, you know, uh, painting or poetry or anything else. But I was thinking music, you know, when they were saying artists. And I ended up saying Tupac is my favorite artist. And they said, well, no, I didn't really mean music. I meant more like poetry and, and you know, artwork. I said, well, no, still Tupac. <laughs> like that, you yeah. know, it's, it's um, 
every, everything he did was just a different medium uh from video uh, from you know movies to uh poetry to uh, you know of course music uh and you know some of his greatest artwork was just being himself mm-hmm. he's literally walking art <laughs> you know yeah. just uh existing you know in this universe mm-hmm. uh so to me artwork is just so important uh to tell the, the story of our lives and i i truly appreciate uh the work that you're doing thank you yeah definitely um so before we go before we go I do want to uh, ask if you had an opportunity uh, just to do some current events here. Have you had an opportunity? Do you care to have an opportunity to see this new Harriet Tubman movie that's that's out? Uh, see, I I really try to get into historical movies, but sometimes I just be looking like, how do y'all know that this really happened this way? Like, how, who who was there that told me yeah. that it happened this way? I probably will catch it, but. I don't know. I'm very iffy on like historical films, like in the present, because some people just some people run with a lot of things, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, some people are really in the movie theaters, really emotional. And <laughs> I'm one of those people. I need to watch it in silence, you know. I don't yes. hear everyone around me and what they have to say. Like, I want to catch it on the end when it's late. <laughs> yeah, I do that sometimes too. I, I did go to the advanced screening of Harriet. Um, is it accurate? I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, there's no way of, I guess, ever knowing. I am a little concerned uh, that um, I'm hearing rumblings that the historical uh, consultant for the movie uh, is not from our culture. It's a, a white lady from the best of uh, the knowledge that I've received. And not to say that anything is wrong with, you know, you know, someone not being from our culture, but it's just, I'm just a little uh, skeptical sometimes Mm-hmm. When we give over our stories to people who who don't represent us, because I never know what their intention is. You know, I always have in the back of my mind. I'm always concerned: are we uh, are are we giving over our power to someone else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, are there other uh, movies or things that you've been able to catch recently that have inspired you in any way? Um. I wouldn't say necessarily movies or anything. I I'm one of those people that I I'm very much so into what I have going on. So yeah, I when I get off of work and I get home at like six thirty, I paint in silence for hours. I don't play music. I don't play the TV. I don't do anything. So I'm really behind on a lot of like current things that are out because. I'm really taking this time of my life to really reflect and to really heal from a lot of things in life. And honestly, sure. I feel like that that molds a lot of the work that I'm doing right now more than anything I could watch or hear or, you know, listen to um, from any any other source, really. Yeah, uh, internal uh, knowing thyself, you know, uh, being at one, being at peace with yourself. That's, you know, that's the greatest thing you can be. So I can definitely respect that. Oh, yeah. Uh, a journey. So for the, oh, yeah. I, I You know, I've been growing my hair out for 12 months now. <laughs> and I've been going more internal. And I'm like, man, this this thing is on another level. Oh, I've been I know that sipping, for a fact. <laughs> I've been sipping on uh, sea moss in my smoothies. Uh, I've just been just shifting everything up. And I can tell the difference. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so for those who want to uh, purchase artwork from you, uh, maybe put a request in for a custom uh, uh, piece of art, what are the steps of reaching out to you and working with you uh, in the future? Uh, well, I have a website. So my website okay. is kaylin-devon.com. Um, it's in my bio and all of my social media platforms. So if they follow me on Twitter, they follow me on Instagram. It's definitely in the bio. I really recommend that people don't message me, like DM me about art because, you know, my DM requests are a wild and crazy place that I don't enter very often because people are wild and (laughs) I just, I don't respond to a lot of things because some people will try to be like, oh, I like your art and then take it on a whole different journey, a whole different place that we weren't even going. And I just don't have the kind of time to be wasting. So I Mm -hmm. take more inquiries more serious when it's just send me an email send me an email send me you know a message through the website because honestly I don't really think Instagram is a place to make a transaction because you know there's really Mm -hmm. there's nothing to talk about you know what I mean like go to Mm -hmm. the website send me an email um I just feel like this is more direct you know what you're there for I know what you're there for and there's no there's no funny stuff going on. So I would say definitely email me. Definitely. And so the email is uh, on the website. So yes. if they go to the website, they'll be able to email you mm-hmm. and ask any uh, professional questions dealing with your artwork. Yes. Gotcha. I'm excited that you that I was able to slide into DMs <laughs> and get this interview request. I'm surprised you responded to me. No, you came uh, the right okay. way. You came the right way. Okay. I, I okay. usually good, know good. within the first sentence or two what people are on. So, you cool. know. No, I, I, I you know. about business. Good, because I, I, I am about business. I think you're dope uh, as an artist, as a person. Um, if you're ever doing any shows in the area, you know, let us know so then we can uh, spotlight it, come out there, uh, catch you for five minutes uh, and maybe get you back on the show for five minutes and just catch up with you. I think we have to support one another in this culture. Uh, I know that there's going to be some guests coming on the show. Uh, we have a few curators uh, for museums and um, just different things that are going on in the culture. And I hope you have a chance to check out some of those episodes where they're talking about how to monetize your artwork at the highest level. Uh, and then there's also an app that Swiss Beats is working on. And I know it's coming out soon uh, where it's going to help people learn how to properly value artwork and how to purchase artwork from all over the world. Uh, so stay tuned to those, uh, those opportunities. And I hope we can uh, continue building a connection and stay in touch. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on here. You know, like I said, it's surreal to me that people care what I have to say about art because, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm regular like everybody else. I just happen to paint. So I. You are, you are regular, <laughs> but you do know there's something special about you because everybody's telling you there's something special oh, yeah. about you. God gave and I'm not talent. saying I'm not saying get a big head about it. That's why you and your, your spiritualness, I feel you. <laughs> uh but I want you to embrace your highest self. Oh yeah. And your highest self is being one of the top uh artists. Maybe maybe there is a different higher self than that. But what I see is one of you're one of the one of the best. And so embrace it, enjoy it, bask in it. Um and you never know. You know, this may be an opportunity where you, you don't have to necessarily go to work if you choose not to. If it's 
if you build the brand in a certain way, it may be able to pay you forever. Uh, so I give know, it a year. hopefully, I give it a year. It's that? gonna be my only job. <laughs> if you need assistance, let us know. That is what we do here at Black Equities. We teach people how they can have complete ownership and to stay away from uh, working for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really, really big for us. So if you're ever interested in having those conversations, reach out to us on that as well. Of course. All right. Thank you for coming on the show. And uh, we'll be talking to you again soon. The doors are open for you to come back anytime. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> you know, I had to head over to Kaylin-Devon.com and look at all the custom paintings. It's so dope. I'm looking at things like uh, Scissors, uh, original painting, um, original painting of Snoop Dogg, uh, Little Kim. Uh, there's a Poetic Justice card, stock print, the Poetic Justice painting. These are all dope, dope moments within the culture. And Kaylin has truly shown herself to be one of the best in what I'm calling the new black arts movement. And so make sure you go and support Kaylin. She is definitely someone on the rise that you should be checking out. And it's so dope that she's been able to sell artwork in all 50 states over the last year. What a dope, dope artist. And make sure you head over to the website. The information will be in the show notes. Thank you for listening to the Black Equity Podcast. And we'll be talking to you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Black Equity Podcast. I am inviting you to join the exclusive Sip and Share Wine Club, which offers monthly and quarterly memberships available, deliveries of two, four, or six bottles of sweet, dry, or both wines right to your door at a 10% discount. Only 100 monthly members accept it. Begin enjoying all the privileges and benefits that go along with belonging to the club. There is no fee to join. You only pay the cost of your wine plus tax and shipping. Two wines is $38 plus tax and shipping. Four wines is $76 plus tax and shipping. And six wines is $114 plus taxes and shipping. Once again, join the Sip and Share Wine Club. This is your invite. Only 100 monthly members accepted.